Red is a very active color. It simultaneously represents romance and heartbreak. It represents passion and death, fear and love, all at the same time. It makes you feel something. It emotes. It's harsh at times, and I guess maybe the advice is hard to hear at times. Red is also an identity. The identity of me, but also the people who listen to this podcast. Red isn't calm because we figured it all out. Red is the current state of trying to figure things out and all the chaos that will come with it and can't come with it. But red is all about complexities and contrasts, just like everything in our lives though, right? So I guess that is, that's why red. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Dear Red podcast, an anonymous advice podcast where listeners can write in for a different perspective on things happening in their life relationships, friendships, family, work, themselves, we cover it all. This podcast is judgment-free and your secrets are safe with me. Hey guys, Red here. Welcome back. Welcome to season two. Oh my gosh, it's September. I feel like August flew by, but when I think about the last time I recorded, it feels like forever ago. I feel like I haven't been on this mic in a long time, but I'm so happy to be back. It was a great break, a great end to the summer, and now fall is here, which means I am here. (laughs) I have arrived. I was here, but not really here until now, until fall. And I guess technically fall's not really here, but I look out my windows and leaves are changing. I see the cool mornings. I have lit my fall candles. I have possibly picked up a pumpkin or two for decoration for my apartment. It's here and I'm here and I'm excited. I'm excited for football. I'm excited for like chili and beer and just like the cooler months a little bit. It got really hot there at the end of the summer, guys. The smoke was insane, and I love summer. But I'm going to say something that's maybe a little bit mm, controversial. Mm, I know people are going to hate that I'm going to say this because summer in Washington is, there's no place like it. We all know that if you live here. It's amazing. It's so beautiful. But just in general, I think summer is overrated. I'm sorry. I have to say it because growing up, we have summers off, you know, and even in college, we, you know, we have summers off or we don't have any responsibilities and we can just do whatever we want and we can say yes to everything and we can do whatever. But as an adult, you still have to do all this adult stuff that you have to do in the wintertime, in the summertime. So, but with it being beautiful, beautiful outside and not being able to go outside, you know, Or like having to get dressed for work and like cover your shoulders when it's 112 degrees out, you know? And I love summer and it's, it's, it is one of my favorite seasons, but it just, I think it's a little bit, it's not what it was growing up, like going to summer camp, you know, seeing your friends all the time. Like we've all got shit we got to do. 
And and it's just wedding season now as an adult. Weddings, weddings, weddings. Bachelorettes, 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 bridal, bridal, everything. Every weekend, there is another thing having to do with wedding. And I love weddings. I love them. But when they're every weekend or there's something to do with a wedding every weekend or every other weekend, you barely have time to actually do anything outside of that. And maybe that's just in your 20s. And who knows? Who knows? But I said it. So that's on me being here for fall and being excited for fall. And yes, I have gone to Starbucks and I have gotten pumpkin cream cold brew. I have. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Not at all. And if you have a problem with that, you have a problem with me. I said it. Now, if you didn't listen or weren't following along on Instagram for the last few episodes of season one, I said that I'm not going to be doing the Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise like recap episodes anymore just because it's a lot of work and I wasn't enjoying doing it so much in podcast form. I love doing it on Instagram and with Instagram content and the polls and just interacting with you guys all over there. So that's an update. No longer doing that. Although, although I'm like, do we even talk about how Katie's season ended? Can I just say I was vindicated? I was right about Greg the whole time, you guys. I was right. I knew it. I knew it. The second I saw that man, I knew exactly what was going to happen, which probably isn't fair. And I, I don't know him. I don't know that man. But I know what I saw was um, something I've seen before in my own life. And I think a lot of people had seen before. And they were people were very upset about it. Although apparently he's still in the running to be The Bachelor. I'm very confused how there are two sides to this. I think people have either, either experienced dating someone like that or haven't. And if they haven't, they just don't understand. But it was honestly triggering in a way I was upset for many days but so happy for Katie and Blake again think they're meant for each other a lot of people don't like them oh sorry I'm sitting here's the thing guys I haven't podcasted in forever (laughs) so I forget that I need to like not make certain sounds and be aware of my surroundings I really want to hear about what you guys think about um Michelle's upcoming season oh my goodness the preview (laughs) her preview was is amazing got chills goosebumps it was stunning that compared to katie's and then katie's reaction to it they put that girl in a purple leather skirt to represent her vibrator and michelle gets like a stairwell of flowers and beautifulness i'm just like they really did katie dirty oh my god i feel so bad for katie but that preview made me really excited for michelle's season so for season two of Dear Red, we not much is changing, I'll be honest. We're still an advice podcast. We're still shelling out advice that we probably should not give. We still don't have it all figured out. But that's me. <laughs> that's that's all of us, right? So yeah, so I wasn't sure. I had some leftover questions from season one that I never got to that I am debating should answer because I don't know if the issues are still at hand for these people. But 
and and I wasn't I wasn't planning on doing any questions for this first episode back. I really just wanted it to be a catch up and all of that. Um, and you know, we're just getting back into the swing of things. So I wanted to ease into it, but I was checking the Dear Red email this week and we have a 911. You guys, we have a listener who wrote in and she needs our help. She really needs our help. And listen, this topic, the first topic, (laughs) the first topic I was imagining we'd start season two of Dear Red with, is this it? Not really, (laughs) but it's real and we all deal with it. And that's what we do here. We keep it real. And I just really hope it doesn't scare anyone new away. So if maybe this, but at the same time, I encourage everyone to listen to it because we all deal with it. We need to stop acting like this isn't something that we all deal with and that happens, okay? So we're gonna give some advice. We are going to help our friend out here. That being said, if you have any questions that you want to write in, you can write them in to dearredpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow along on Instagram and DM me your questions there. Um, I put up question boxes once a week. You can send them there or you can just DM me whenever. Um, Give as much detail as you can. Our um, friend who wrote in for this, she painted, she did a great job at storytelling. She was a great writer. I loved it. Tell a story. Give us the detail. You know, bring us into these moments that you're in. Have fun with it. And a reminder, it will always stay completely anonymous. And, And if you ever disagree with something that I say, any advice that I give, or you have better advice to give if I forget something, write in. Let me know. I want to hear it, and I'm sure all the listeners want to hear it too. So with that being said, let's just get into our first question of season two of Dear Red. Dear Red, I do not know what to do. (laughs) Sorry. I slept over at this guy's house that I've been going out on dates with. I woke up in the middle of the night and realized that I had started my period. There I was, stranded without a tampon because I was not expecting my period to start. I went back to bed and to my horror saw a big fat period stain on the bed. I didn't sleep at all that night so I waited till morning when he woke up, kissed him by and ran. Ran is in capitals, by the way. (laughs) Now we are both acting like it never happened. But he obviously knows. Oh yeah, and I was wearing his nice Nike sweatpants that I went home in and I need to give them back. He's older than me and I don't want him thinking I'm some young girl that doesn't know how to control her period yet. What do I do? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're starting season two with this, but... We're here, guys. We're here. Okay, I just want to start off by saying that I'm giggling throughout this, and I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. I hope you feel that. And I'm laughing because, well, honestly, 
when people feel embarrassed, I naturally laugh, which is probably the worst thing you can do. But also I'm laughing because I've been there. I'm sure everyone listening has been there. And it's just this thing that happens in life that is the absolute worst. It's so rude of our bodies to just like do that to us. You know, we try so hard to take care of our bodies. We try so hard to do what's best and they do that to us. They just act out like that. It's very, it's very disrespectful, honestly. (laughs) Okay, now I'm gonna give you step-by-step what I think you need to do. I'm gonna give you that advice. But first, we just need, can we just talk about periods? This literally happens to everyone. We need to normalize this. We all have periods or we all know someone who has a period who has the female rep, 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 holy, you guys, it's been a long time since I've been on this mic, female reproductive system, okay? 50% of the world has this. Now, whether there's so many different things that can change this like birth control there's different kinds of birth control that can change this so some people don't have periods but it's still inside of us it's how our bodies work and I don't know why our society acts like it's this shameful thing or acts like it doesn't happen it literally created all of us so I'm like why are we why are we so afraid to talk about it so I guess here we are we're gonna talk about it here And before I go any further, my male listeners, I'm talking to you, my 40 percenters out there that are listening to this podcast, I see you. I know you're there. Don't turn off this episode because you think it has nothing to do with you because it does. There's a man in this story and this could be you. This probably has been you and and you could probably take a note or two. So do not turn off this episode, okay? And I'm going to be honest, if you are a man that's still afraid of a woman's period, then, then you're not a man. I'm going to say it. Ooh, ooh, that felt harsh even saying it because I, it's, it's the unknown to a lot of men. So we're all afraid of things we don't know or understand, but we got to get over that. And you're going to have to get over a period. Like it's really not that big of a deal. Grow up. Sorry. Ooh, ooh, I'm feeling harsh this morning. Okay. And what a lot of people don't understand, men and women, because some women are really lucky and they just have an easy period that gives them no problem. But I think a large majority of the female population have irregular periods. So this is very common. And so to to my listener who wrote in, don't be ashamed of it. it. Literally, so many of us have been there. I've been there many a times. And you know what? I think we need to start sharing our period horror stories so that we can normalize it because it's literally happening every day to women across the world. I just keep hearing myself and I'm like, we're really, we're really talking about periods right now. We are. We are. And the other thing is our like educational system for women about periods is absolutely terrible absolutely terrible we learn a teeny tiny bit of it you learn that you get one in elementary school and that's pretty much it there's no really great education that's given to us we basically learn from each other we learn from those who came before us like our moms that sounded really weird but 
we kind of have to all stick together and help each other out, but there's no like streamlined education around periods. And literally, I don't know if you guys, this is like my main source of education as a kid when it came to this was the body book. Did you guys have the body book from the American, it was like on the American Girl Doll series? It was long and white and there was literally a section about your period and how to use a tampon. Everyone in my life used the body book and it's almost like this holy grail part of our lives that we all had. It was like a rite of passage and you needed it. You needed the body book. It was like a, a picture book. It was nothing in depth. It was 101. It was, me- it was made for young girls. Obviously, it's by American Girl Doll. But that book is basically all we had because a lot of us at that time were like embarrassed to talk about it with our moms or like embarrassed. I don't know. So that being said, we are still trying to figure it out as we go and we're not all perfect at it. And even if we're on birth controls, that doesn't regulate it. That doesn't make it normal. Like I said, this stuff can come up out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere. Our, our lives sometimes are horror films that we don't know when it's going to jump out at us. There's no warning sometimes. It just happens. And it happens and it's okay. It's okay that it happens. Oh my God, literally, if it makes you feel any better, I think it was like Chrissy Teigen who told this story once about how she was at this A-list celebrity party and she like sat on another huge celebrity's white designer handbag and started her period on this woman's white designer handbag (laughs) okay i'm so happy she told that story i'm pretty positive it was her so it happens to the best of us it happens to the most glamorous of us all okay i mean literally you guys i can't believe i'm about to tell the story but it's literally not a big deal at all that's the whole point i'm trying to make is we just need to normalize All of this is literally, I was in college and so what, 22 years old? You would, I mean, if you're thinking of the logic that, oh, you should be an adult, you should have your period figured out. It's not really always how it works, but um, this is an example of that. So I was like 22 years old in college. I remember I had just got these brand new um, Levi's, like denim jeans that I was obsessed with and I went to class (laughs) and my professor asked me to basically teach this topic just to get up improvise teach this lesson and so I get up from my chair and I go up in front of the class my back is turned to the class and I'm teaching this whole thing And then um, I sit back down and then I'm like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Just normal. I have to pee. Went to the bathroom, realized that I not only had randomly started my period when I shouldn't have, but I had completely bled through my jeans where it was completely obvious to the entire class. Like it was on display in front of everyone. And I remember sitting in that bathroom as someone who, you know, I've had like bad experiences, but this was the worst. And I just was like, well, I'm not going to be 
ashamed of this. And I realize that the energy that I lead with is the energy that they're going to lead with too. So if I just act like it's not a big deal, then no one's going to, you know, worry about it or whatever. And it was a small class, which almost, I don't know what would be worse. But I mean, we were all pretty close with each other at that point in like school, you know, you're in your major, you're, you're in every, you're spending all day with these people. So I just wrapped my sweatshirt around my waist, went back, realized I had blood on the chair, the computer chair. Great. And just moved on with my life. Honestly, what else is there to do? What else is there to do? I could freak out about it. I could be insecure about it, but what's there to do? And honestly, I was so over college at that point that I was like, I don't give a fuck anymore what these people think of me. I don't care. I truly don't care. And it was very liberating to just be like, I don't give a damn. I don't. And I think we need to lead with that energy a little bit more and especially in this situation. So all of that being said, (laughs) the advice and kind of just what I was just saying, it's all about your energy and how you lead with it. If you act like it's not that big of a deal, he won't act like it's that big of a deal. If you act all insecure about it, then he's going to feel like you're insecure about controlling your period. I don't know. Like, I want to say like man up, you know, like just like own it, just own it. But I get it's terrifying. And it's like, how do I do that? How do I do that? How do I approach this? So, and we will get to the sweatpants. Don't you worry. I'm already thinking about what you should do about these sweatpants. But let's talk about what you should, like, say to him, how you should bring it up. It sounds like this was somewhat recently. I'm hoping it wasn't too long. Like, I'm I'm hoping it's just been, like, a couple days. This is what I think you need to, like, you can just text him this, okay? Just this is start the conversation and be like, When I got home, I realized that I started my period at some point when I was over and I'm so sorry if I made a mess and didn't help to clean it up. You can apologize for that. A part of me doesn't want to say, like, a part of me wants to say don't apologize for your period, but also you want to be considerate and like, even like if you got food poisoning and you projectile vomited all over his rug, you would, you'd be sorry. Like you'd apologize because it's like, I'm so sorry. Like, Or maybe you can not even apologize. You can just be like, I realized I started my period at some point. So, and, you know, I'm sorry I didn't realize it when I was there, even though you did. Little white lie. I don't think this hurts. In this situation, I'm not promoting lying, not even promoting white lying, but this, this, it's fine. Just be like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't realize when I was there and thank you for, you know, cleaning it up. Oh my God. Maybe don't say that. Okay. Wait, maybe I need to rethink this. Maybe just keep it short. I'm starting to overthink it now. So I can see why you're overthinking it, why you're right again. But yeah, literally just be like, when I got home, I realized I'd started my period at some point when I was over at your place. And I'm sorry if there was any mess. Um, but but yeah, and don't don't talk much more about it. Don't make a bigger deal than it is. You do not need to go into great detail about your period. You don't need to tell him why this happened or try to explain that like you aren't a child who can't control your period. You know, this man is older. 
This man is an adult. He should be able to handle conversations and communication and it's going to be fine. And if you can't, do you want him? Do you want an older guy who is freaked out by your body? No, you don't. I'm sorry, you don't. And you like might feel the need to explain like, oh, I'm on birth control and this is what happens and blah, blah, blah. Like you can, you might feel that need to explain how this happened. But the more you talk about it, the more you're like making a big deal about it. And I mean, if he asks and he's curious because maybe, you know, you guys are getting to know each other because those are all conversations you can have further into a relationship. I don't, it sounds like you're very early on. So because you're very early on in the relationship, I don't think you need to give him the full rundown because at the end of the day, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. It happened. It's over with. Now let's move on. And the thing is, especially if he's a little bit older, I can, I, I would almost like put money on the fact that he's had this happen. And like, maybe he's only been with girls in the past who had regular periods or no periods at all, but chances are he's experienced this. So you're probably not the first one. And if you are, that's it. You're the first one. He's experienced this moving on. And like, does he have sisters? If he has sisters, I've found that when guys have sisters, they're much more like chill about it. They're much more relaxed about it. They understand it because they saw their sisters going through it growing up. Most likely not, maybe not, but I found that personally. So that could help you feel better if he has, if you know he has a sister, this isn't a new concept to him. So yeah. And I wouldn't say it in like a defensive way. I think it's really easy for us to like when we're like trying to not make a big deal about something, we kind of come off as like defensive, but just say it in your, no- in your normal tone. If you're talking, just text it and like move on. He, he'll probably just be like, oh, don't even worry about it. It wasn't a big deal. Then move on. Just be like, okay, cool. So when am I seeing you next? Just move on and don't make a big deal about it. Okay. Now, if he responds and is like, yeah, I really loved those sheets. That kind of, you know, it kind of sucked. I don't know. Not the best response to any guys listening. Like I said, you should still be listening. So if this ever happens to you, literally just say, wasn't a big deal. Like, don't worry about it. Hope you're feeling okay. Moving on. Like, you know, don't, it's not about you in this situation. Sure, sure those were your sheets. I understand. You might have loved those sheets. You might have spent some money on those sheets. But if you want to be with a woman, this is what comes with it, okay? And just so you know, when you do say those things about, I don't know, when you make kind of a a stink about the mess that was made or whatever, then it makes, it literally makes us feel so bad. Like, we feel terrible. We already feel terrible that this happened. We don't. We might be acting like it's not a big deal, but we're freaking out inside. That we we feel terrible, like this is our our personal situation, in our bodies. That we didn't mean to put on you, but it happened. It was an accident. Any accident ever, you shouldn't make someone feel bad for. If someone threw up, you shouldn't make them feel bad for that. They, you know, it was an accident. If someone 
broke a glass it's an accident do you know what I mean like anytime unless they're unless this woman is a sociopath I don't even know if that's the right like diagnosis but unless someone's actually a terrible person they're gonna feel bad about any accident so you do not need to make them feel bad they feel bad enough and then they're not gonna feel comfortable around you either like that's a big part of it too is the way that you respond is gonna set the tone for kind of how the relationship moves forward or how you handle these situations like or even if that person wants to tell you like and like talk about it they're gonna suddenly feel like they're walking on eggshells in general not even about their period but if they're like so worried that they're going to ruin your space they're not going to want to spend any time in your space you know and they're going to just feel insecure in general and you do not want that ever when you're interacting honestly with anyone whether you're newly dating or not whether you end up with them or not you don't want to make someone feel insecure I feel like I said that weird insecure <laughs> insecure insecure no oh god now, I feel like a really common thing that happens in this in this situation and in any situation that's kind of uncomfortable is people joke. People, you know, are uncomfortable, so they joke about it or they and maybe that might be his style of like communication in this situation. It might be yours. You never know. And I think it might like you might not know how to read it at the time, but just take it usually as someone's uncomfortable and they're not sure how to respond. And that's not always a bad thing, I don't think. They they know that you're uncomfortable and they don't want to say the wrong thing. So they make a joke or they just, you know, make light of the situation, you know? So I wouldn't, like, be too upset about it if, if they don't, like, respond in a very serious way or... You know, and if you, if that's you, if that's your personality and you want to make a joke about it to make you feel better, then you should totally do that. I don't know what the joke would be. I'm not the comedian in this. So just be you, be yourself. So if you are a jokey, silly person and that's what makes you feel better, then just make a joke about it, but then move on. And maybe if like it makes you both feel comfortable, then you can continue to joke about it more. Like, I mean, like not all in that one conversation like make the joke move on and then maybe in a couple weeks you could make that joke again or something you know but just be yourself and if they are rude about it then move on gracefully just maybe do a little Irish no I don't believe in an Irish exit aka ghosting but that's not what this is all about and we're just going to assume he's going to respond in a great positive way we're hoping for the best now for the sweatpants <laughs> oh my gosh that just honestly made the story so much worse like you're like not only did I do this on his sheets but in his nice sweatpants that he offered to me to wear Ooh, that one like hit that one hit hard and I'm going to assume that whatever happened in the sweatpants, I'm going to assume there's a stain on the sweatpants. You probably can't get it out is my guess because that's why you mentioned the sweatpants. And now you have to give him back his sweatpants. Oof, girl. It literally pains me 
Like, I get it. It sucks. Now, I know that throughout this entire thing, I'm just saying, own it. Don't make a big deal out of it. But first, there's something about these sweatpants that, sure, you can absolutely fold up the sweatpants, give it to him, and tell him. That's when you tell him, hey, look, when when I got home, I realized I started my period. I'm so sorry. Um, whatever. You could do that. And that would be a great telling sign of how he handles it. If he's like, don't even worry about it. They're just sweatpants. Like, whatever. I can get another pair. Okay. You can totally do that. But a part of me wants to see if you can find these sweatpants online. And Amazon them. I can get, it's Nike. They're probably on Amazon. Now, what you can do to get the exact sweatpants, hopefully these are not, hopefully these are newer. Nike usually recycles styles. Hopefully this isn't a limited edition sweatpant. I don't know. But you can get the garment tag on the inside that's like sewn in. Find the SKU number. Find that information. Google it. Find the sweats. Order the sweats. Give him the sweats. Don't tell him you bought these sweats. Don't tell him. Just give them to him. Give them back. Like give them back like you would his regular sweatpants. Okay? A part of me wants to say to do that. I don't even know if that's great advice, but it just saves yourself a little bit of pride (laughs) and and like it just saves a little bit of embarrassment you've already done this I get it it's like a double whammy the sheets and the sweats so if you're able to why not if you've got if you have a little extra money to do that why not like but if you if you don't care like if you think he won't care and you think He's a really great guy. He's not going to care. They're just sweatpants. Or if they're like, like if they're not all that creative sweatpants, just give him back his sweatpants. I am dying to know what you all would do. I have to do a poll on Instagram, but I can just see already. Like, why are we, people are gonna be like, what? Period? We're talking about periods now? This is, this is what's happening with Dear Red? Yes, you guys, that is what's happening. And I need to know because would you guys buy like replacement sweatpants and switch them out and give them back to to him? Or would you just give back the sweatpants? But it sounds like you really like him and that's great. And this does not need to be something that ends it or makes it weird. I've said it on this podcast many times. It's only weird if you make it weird. It's only weird if you make it weird. So this does not need to be something that changes the course or the tone of this relationship or your dating moving forward it does not need to be and if any of you brave dear red listeners want to share your period horror story with the class with me to help our girl feel a little bit better that would be amazing I think we need to normalize this and make all of you like make each other all feel better with a little with, with um, sharing our experiences. <laughs> and if any of my 40%er men out there are still listening, if you want to share maybe from your perspective what goes through the man's mind when this is happening, what, what you think, what, how you would like us to react, even though we're not going to react how you want us to react, but like, I guess just like sharing from your perspective and that could probably make us feel better too because we it is the wild west out here we 
do not know what's happening in y'all's minds. So when something so innately female happens, like something that you know nothing about happens, and now suddenly we have to figure out what's going on in your mind, it can be um, a little daunting. And so if we could get some insight, that'd be great. If you're brave enough to share. Oh my God, I cannot believe. Again, I can't believe we're starting season two with this. But I guess that's on periods. Period. (laughs) All right, everyone. That is it for this week's episode of the Dear Red podcast. If there is anything you need advice on, want an unattached opinion, or any topics you want me to talk about, email dearredpodcast at gmail.com or follow along on Instagram at dearredpodcast and submit your questions and stories there. Thank you for listening to this episode. Be sure to rate this podcast, share it with a friend, be passive aggressive and send a link to an episode you think might, might like a friend might need advice on subscribe to this podcast interact on socials if you want to stay anonymous and interact with a finsta or even create a red finsta that sounds fun too but anyways thank you guys so much for listening love always red